the Chiefs are still the Chiefs and believe it. You gotta fight for your right to party! And there it is. The 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we're getting the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. A lot of people thought it was going to be a Taylor Swift versus Eminem. Super Bowl. <laughs> Eminem thought that. Did you see him flipping off fans when the Lions were up in the first half? No. <laughs> he, he, well, the game was in San Fran. Yeah. And Eminem was giving the middle finger to all the, the 49ers fans. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he slunk out the back after the third <laughs> exactly. quarter. Exactly. Uh, and instead of uh, Taylor Swift versus um, Eminem Super Bowl, we're getting a Taylor Swift versus Journey Super Bowl. <laughs> Casey, that's the best we got. <laughs> the 49ers uh, had Journey playing at halftime yesterday. Now, you know one of the most famous lyrics in, in a Journey song is about Detroit. Yeah. How did they handle that one? Listen carefully. This is It's from a fan's camera, so the sound's not great, but this is that point in Don't Stop Believing last night in San Fran. Right. Born and raised in San Francisco. They tried it, huh? They tried to get <laughs> it in there. Town, boy. <laughs> a couple of people in the crowd were singing Detroit. But yeah, yeah. I, I like you trying to shoehorn it in there. That's funny. Born and raised in San Francisco. They should have. They should have sang a San Francisco song. They said San Francisco. They should have sung the Rice Aroni theme song. And gave the San Fran <laughs> people what they want. <laughs> I, I thought it was kind of nice to see Taylor Swift and, and Travis Kelsey down there smooching on the field after the game. It looks like those two kids are really happy together. <laughs> just seeing this whole, I mean, I've thought about this for a while, but just the last six months watching Taylor Swift with Travis Kelsey, I'm starting to think, are we living in Taylor Swift's dream? Like, is she just living her fantasy and we're all just background players? Like, you know that feeling when you're 10 years old and you, you think you're the only person in the world and like... You think you're the star of the think, show. You think everybody's there for you, kind of, and like you don't really understand how yeah. the world works and then you have like an existential moment. You're like, oh, everybody is, has their own little life thing Story, going on. Right. But I'm starting to think we don't. I think we're all just living <laughs> Taylor Swift's dream. Like, she's a country star by the time she's 14. Then she's like, that. that's... I'm already accomplished that. Let me be a pop star. It's a little yeah. more competitive. She's a pop star. Let's, let's release some movies and make uh, millions yeah, at the yeah. box office. She fights the record label guys, Scooter Braun, wins somehow. Re-records yeah, the whole yeah, somehow, somehow wins that crazy battle. And then she, she, she sings a song that's like, you're the cheerleader and I'm in the bleachers. But now she's like dating... The the football superstar. So I guess she is still in the bleachers, but now she's like part of the team. She's on the field now. Like what's next? Like is she eventually going to be the president of America? She's a billionaire. You forgot that part. Well, that comes with all yeah. the other parts. She's a billionaire. She's gonna like what's next? She's gonna be. <laughs> she's gonna get bored of this. She's gonna be president for two, three terms possibly. <laughs> and then she's gonna like get sick of that. She's gonna join like F one. She's gonna race for Team McLaren. Win. <laughs> Like, go to space. She's probably going to go to space. I just want to understand what you're saying, though. You're saying, like, Taylor Swift is asleep right now. Yes, and, and she we manifests. Are we are living. So basically, Taylor Swift is your God. 
Jim Kelly. It's it's beyond that. It's like uh, the universe only I, exists in Taylor Swift's head. I'm not even saying it's, it's not a religious. I think it's more of like a potentially like a, a simulation. So <laughs> she's she's the main character of a simulation. Taylor Swift is the Matrix. Yeah, we are in the Matrix, and she is the one. If that's the case, bet the house on the Kansas City Chiefs on February 11th. I already did. <laughs> we are Taz and Jim. Jim, you wanted to give somebody a shout out. I saw a, f- a like I don't know what year it was. I'm going to guess like a 97 Ford Ranger uh, just driving down the street the other day, and I was following it, and it stopped at a red light, and I was like, I gotta take a picture or video of this thing because on the back tailgate there was probably 15 bumper stickers. Oh, that's fun. With the well. Some were, well, I guess they were all fun. Yes, I think fun <laughs> is the way to put it. But I was just like, I had to like rub my eyes like a cartoon and like look again. <laughs> so I got it on video. I have it here. Were they <laughs> vulgar? They were great. Like th- it was a wide spectrum. Yes, they were vulgar. One said I heart milfs on it. That was the biggest one. So I, I pulled up a little heart milfs. Yeah, just giving a shout out, you know. Uh, thick girls. Oh, wow, that one's that's not a, that's more than a bumper sticker. That's big. That's like it's a, three separate decals. I heart milfs. Yeah. It's like a, each letter is a sticker. Um, thick girls are my weakness. Is the other one here? <laughs> then there's another one that says, uh, "How do I say that?" Um, lady parts are pretty cool. I don't want to say it exactly, but what it it's, said the yeah, medical like, term for sure. a lady part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if it was in Saskatchewan, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, and vagina. The, but, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like there's all these crazy vulgar ones, but then there's like a best life is a simple life. Like what? Are you, it's like live, laugh, love is another. Like <laughs> what is going on here? Like who is this person? What kind of life do they live? And also, has it ever worked? Like, are you putting out the vibes? And is the goal to have a MILF follow you home or, you know, flash the high beams at you to get you to pull over so to get your phone number or something? It only needs to work once, I guess, to pay, <laughs> pay for itself. But has it? Like, I don't, I don't think so. It reminds me of the guy, and we ended up finding the guy. Remember there was a dude in Woodstock a couple of years ago and he was driving around and he had his car deckled and it said, Pornhub casting vehicle? Yeah. Yeah, and we're like, does this guy actually work for the company, or is he just fronting? No, he was just a guy who liked the attention. He <laughs> said it hadn't worked for him yet. Yet, yeah. But he hey, was optimistic. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I'm a little disappointed, Jim, that we didn't think of this idea. It would be a great promotion for our show. I was reading online about this Valentine's Day promo that's going on. This is called Neuter Your Ex for Valentine's Day. Hmm? And it's taking place in New Jersey. Neuter your ex for Valentine's Day. How, how is this possible? An animal shelter called Homeward Bound Pet Adoption is saying if you make a $50 donation, they're going to name a feral cat after your ex, <clears throat> and then they will neuter the cat. Oh, my God. So it's like a voodoo cat situation, basically. <laughs> you think your ex feels a pinch when that happens? <laughs> oh, what the... So what if that cat doesn't get adopted? Then they put down that cat that's also named after your ex. They don't go into that. They don't well, say, I'm just, I'm they don't just say kill your ex for Valentine's Day. It's implied now that Euthanize I'm thinking about it. your ex for Valentine's Day. There's a lot Day. of feral cats out there, I'm just saying. I hope they're adopted, <laughs> but not all of them do. Uh, poor Gary. <laughs> Gary the cat. Gary the cat. First they neuter him, and then... Yeah. Yikes. Maybe we'll try that next year. 
neuter your ex for Valentine's Day. <laughs> I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, your peacock. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, It's time for sports. Our sports guy, Devin Peacock, is here. They have to replace him with my four-year-old daughter, Amelia. <laughs> Let's play my daughter's football picks from Friday. Kansas City Chiefs or the Baltimore Ravens? The Detroit Lions or the San Francisco 49ers? 49ers. Boy, I was hoping she was wrong about San Francisco, but... (laughs) She almost was. She almost was. For half of a game, it looked like she was wrong, and then there was another half where, boy, did it look like she was right. (laughs) Unfortunately for the Lions, they play four quarters, not two, and that third quarter uh, and fourth as well for the Lions was just brutal. Like, San Francisco... After going down into the into halftime with uh, by seventeen, comes out scores twenty seven unanswered. They uh, scored eventually to make it a little bit closer, but that second half was among the worst. It is going to haunt the Lions for a very long time. Did San Fran earn that win, or did the Lions just blow it? The Lions blew it. There was some luck uh, as well that went against the Lions. Like when you have a ball bounce off a, a guy's helmet. face, yeah, and then you catch it. <laughs> So, Purdy throws a long bomb, Jim. The Lions have a player there. He goes to intercept it. He came so close to intercepting the ball. It goes through his hands as he's falling backwards, bounces off his face mask right into the hands of San Fran's player, who then is at the one-yard line, scores a touchdown. Mm. They, that was, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, yeah, that's that happens to the Lions. So this the Lions, they had some bad luck, but also they fumbled the ball. They had uh, some dropped balls. The San Francisco 49ers in the second half were a completely different team. They played with all the confidence in the world. They played like uh, a team that forgot the first half even happened. And as the second half went on and on, the Lions, you could just see on the sideline Jared Goff looking just a little bit down not pumping guys up the the air just got sucked right out of the Lions sideline and you wonder how long until the Lions can focus on what a great season they had instead of what a crushing loss they suffered last night it's a small consolation but they were playing with house money I mean if you were to ask every single Lions fan at the start of the season listen you're going to make it to the NFC championship (laughs) game they would have taken it so I think as crushing a loss as that was, they'll get over it relatively easy because it was a fantastic season. Hope you had a great weekend. Spent a lot of time at the rink this weekend, Jim. My uh, seven-year-old son, Grayson, had a hockey tournament. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the West London Hawks, who were the hosts. They put on a good uh, tourney. And I want to say hello to all the teams we played against. Kitchener, the Rangers, Blue and White, those teams were good. Port Credit Storm, the Burlington Eagles, the Orangeville Flyers. Kids were out there hustling hard. Yeah, it was a nice. great time. Saturday after one of the games we played, if you're if you're a hockey parent, you know how this goes in, in the change room after the game. Kids start inviting each other over to each other's houses without asking their parents. Yeah, can I go stay at Billy's house? <laughs> so great. Yeah. Grayson had gone around the room and he asked like five of his friends. Do you want to come over? Do you want to come to our house? You should come to our house until the next game. So the parents turned to me, and I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. Uh, Uli's out. 
I can look after the kids. They've done it for us. You know, they take them sometimes to their place. I, I felt like it was my turn. So I take five of these hockey players back to my place, and they're playing in the basement. I'm doing chores upstairs, and I hear them playing downstairs. Uh, a little time passes. Things start getting quiet, and Grayson and another one of the kids, Chase, come upstairs. It's like, Brett, Theo, and Joey went up through the garage, and they left and went to the park. I'm like, what? Yeah, they left. <laughs> it's like, oh, boy. <laughs> So I go walk down to the park near our house. Yeah. No kids there. Oh, Lordy. I go back to the house. I'm like, Grayson, are you sure they left? Yeah, they left. They were walking that way. So now I'm starting to get a little concerned here. Thinking maybe they walked to another one of their houses or something. Mm -hmm. I'm running around now, starting to sweat a little bit, thinking about what these phone calls are going to be like (laughs) to the parents saying, I lost your kids. (laughs) There's like a forest near our house. I start walking through the oh forest. Oh my god, man! Are you yelling the names? Yeah, I'm yelling their names. <laughs> I'm out psycho. there for about for about ten minutes looking for these kids. I go back and I'm just I'm like I'm prepared to get in my car, start driving around, and start calling these parents saying, "Hey, I, these ki- your kids took off." Yeah, yeah. They snuck out. <laughs> my god, what a they nightmare! Snuck out through the garage, out of the basement. Um, I walk back into the house. Sounds like they're all back down in the basement. What's going on? They were playing hide-and-seek tag, and they didn't want to give up their sweet hiding spots. <laughs> so they were there, though. They but never they were left. inside or outside? Grayson was it. He couldn't find them, so he just told me that they, he thought they left out the garage. They were really <laughs> hiding. So you were like, come out now. Where are you? And they're yeah. like, no, this is dope. And they're all down there, smiles on there. They've completely moved on with life. And I'm like having a <laughs> major anxiety attack thinking I lost three of his teammates. <laughs> and I didn't tell any of the parents until right now. Yeah. No harm, no foul. <laughs> hey, how are the kids? Well, they were great. Perfect. Very, very well behaved. Little angels. <laughs> Can you imagine if you had big money on the Lions last night? Oh, man. <laughs> I kind of feel like a bad friend. My buddy Shane lives in Detroit. You know Shane. Yeah, yeah, great guy. And he was texting me yesterday, obviously, him and his wife Nina are cheering for the Lions. And he had uh, he had a few bets in the first game that hit. So then all he needed in that second game was the Lions to win, and he would cash out big time. <laughs> they offered him... At halftime, the buyout option. Oh no! Of six hundred and sixty-five dollars and eighteen cents. It's a good payout. And if he had stuck through the entire game, the Lions win. He would have got over a thousand. I'm like, dude, don't cash out. Look at the score. Like, are you crazy? And then he next victory texts text me. <laughs> No, I don't even want to know. It, it was after it was after the game was uh, tied up by San yeah. Fran. Cash out option is now down to two hundred and one dollars and eighty four cents. Oh my god, man! And I say, well, at this point, you got totally got to ride it out now. Yeah. So he did and got nothing. Man, I don't know what the rule of thumb is there, but when you're up like that. It's tough it's so, not it's to hard take to walk, the cash it's, out. Yeah, it's hard to walk it's away. it's tough to take the cash out. You got to think about what you would buy with the money that you already have earned, and then they just cash out and just do it. Also, 
don't ask other people for advice because now I feel like it's my fault. I don't. I I feel like he would have done the same thing anyways. I don't mean to speak too strongly, but it's a cowardly move. You don't know if to cash out or not, so you put on somebody else. They say stay in there, and then yeah. and then when you lose, now it's no longer oh, your fault. Oh, it's Taz's fault. Oh, he yeah. told me not to cash yeah. out. Yeah, keep it to yourself. Make your own decision. No offense, Shade. Great guy, but so what a coward. you don't think I should feel bad about this? <laughs> no. All right. He but it's asked. Also, by the way, it's easy to ride it out when it's not your money as well. So <laughs> when you ask somebody for advice, be reminded they're not winning and they didn't put any money down. <laughs> No skin in the game, as they say. Yeah, it is going to be a San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl in Las Vegas on the 11th of February. And as soon as that matchup was set, the sphere down in Vegas switched over. Yeah. Both teams' logos, logos, the big Super Bowl logo that apparently predicted it was going to be the Ravens. Mm -hmm. As we heard that conspiracy theory last week, because there's a lot of purple. In the logo, but they probably realized everyone was on to them that they they've been That's scripting yeah, the NFL. Yeah. Imagine if it so was last minute they switched it up, right? That's what I would do. 